Hello, welcome back to the episode number seven of the How to Build Muscle series. Today, me and you are going to talk about how long should you rest between sets. We're going to talk about the effect on muscle building of short, medium and long rest periods. I'm going to share my experience with it. I have to say this is a topic where I massively changed mind over the last couple of years. And long for you, let's get to it. So, welcome back to the show, and uh, we are going to chat about uh, rest periods. So, rest periods for hypertrophy. I mean, when I studied uh, uh, sports science, uh, we did uh, a fitness uh, assessment, uh, and uh, there was uh, like a lot uh, about uh, methodologies and uh, physiological responses to training. And when we dive into the methods that were helpful to build muscle, and to get stronger. And when we dive into the um, rest periods, uh, what was uh, clear in in the literature at the time was that there was actually a best rep range to build muscle. And that was called the hypertrophic range. And that was the 8 to 12 rep range. Now, until here, uh, you should know that uh, that rep range is actually much broader and we can build muscle with uh, as few as... uh, one rep and as high as uh, 30 reps. Of course, different rep range uh, uh, leads to muscle growth in through different effects, through different mechanisms, through different uh, reactions. And one thing that stuck with me was that they were very specific in recommending uh, a rest period of 60 to 9 seconds. Now, just uh, as I said, like a couple of years ago, I found out that this is actually suboptimal and that if you stuck with the 90 second uh, um, as an as a ideal rest time, then you're not going to maximize uh, your training progress uh, and you're not, ma- you're not going to maximize uh, your hypertrophic response uh, and your muscle growth. Now, why is that? It's uh, interesting in my opinion. Now, let's have a look at the different uh, rest period um, and uh, how long they are. So short period, uh, short rest period is uh, commonly known as 30 seconds, 45 seconds. A medium rest period, it's uh, anywhere between 45 seconds and two minutes. And a long rest period would be considered anywhere between two minutes to four minutes. Now, resting more than four minutes doesn't necessarily improve uh, your performance on the following set. Uh, and therefore, uh, in, at any given load, even if you do a really heavy weight uh, or a really hard set. So there is no need to rest more than four minutes. Hey, if you don't know if, uh, how much you're resting right now, just time your rest. If you're this kind of guy who, who you think that might be under-recovering, or over recovering. I know many people get lost between sets and they take like six minutes because they uh, have to answer an email or answer a message. And if that's you, that you might have to do this every day at every session or sometime, you know, in order to be at the gym. Um, but, you know, in general, I think it's good to know roughly how much are you resting right now. Now, when we know that, we know that uh, shorter period, shorter rest periods actually decrease the amount of weight or repetitions or both that you can do in a given set. 
So let's let's do some example. Let's say that uh, you want to do three sets of 10 with uh, 50 kilos of a given exercise. And usually you rest two minutes between sets. Now, suddenly you, you read that uh, there, are, there is one concept called metabolic stress. And that is this accumulation of lactic acid and uh, uh, inorganic phosphate and H plus ions. And basically, like, there is this blood flow to the area. And you notice that you read that is important for muscle building. So you suddenly cut out your rest period in half. So you don't rest two minutes anymore, but you rest one minute. And now you can't do any more three sets of 10, but you can only do one set of 10 and then two sets of five because the second and third sets are actually super hard. Now, now the, the, the literature, it's clear on the topic because we now can tell that when you do rest less without adjusting your rep range and your load, you are actually getting less hypertrophic response. The reason why is that is that because that set becomes exponentially more difficult and more fatiguing because you are not as recovered as a person who recovered two minutes. For this reason, in, uh, in that regard, even if it might, sound, it might sound tempting to just rest less time because the whole set feels more difficult, I highly recommend that you take as long as you need in order to feel ready to complete another set without decreasing your rep range. Now, decreasing your rep range, I think I, I just want to be clear on the topic, like in some, in some cases, uh, I actually design a training program with a fixed repetition range. So I might tell you, okay, do three sets of five with this load and aim for three full sets of five. In other contexts, I might just tell you, okay, we are going to do one set of eight, one set of six, and one set of four. In other cases, I might tell you, okay, choose a load that allows you to do eight to 10 reps. And uh, if that's the case, like I would also recommend uh, that you stop a couple of repetitions before technical failure that's uh, going to impact less your central nervous system and your fatigue. So if you follow like this auto-regulated uh, method where you just stop like when you feel you have two more reps left in the tank and the weight is appropriate for the first set, then you should see the repetition going down. So you shouldn't be able to do 10, 10, 10. You should, and there are contexts where that is necessary and that is good, um, such as like when you start a new program or when you start uh, lifting weights and you were not lifting weights before, because that's going to allow you more exposure to repetitions, uh, to allow you to maintain good technique and to like to be fair like when you do 10 10 10 or 5 5 5 so you keep the same rep range like the first couple of sets are not really as difficult as the last one so we can agree me and you that the first set is not as stimulative as the last one so for this reason it allows you a, a nice increase in volume too often i see many people doing like 10 repetition and then four and then three because they have to use the same load. But when you do three repetitions, you just don't have enough uh, exposure to that stimulus. Um, if it's a way that should be moved for eight to 10 reps, okay? So, um, you know, in, in, and, and that's interesting because, um, you know, I later found out that in the 80s and the 90s, uh, um, and even through the early 2000s, there was a large body of evidence that uh, 
seem to suggest that when you took shorter rest periods, uh, you had these hormonal spikes, uh, kind of uh, like you have this horm growth hormone um, spike that would uh, ended up in uh, more muscle. Now, then later on, they did more research on the topic and they found out that actually the growth hormone doesn't really, uh, differently from testosterone, doesn't really support muscle growth, but it's more a correlation of uh, effects of just training with shorter uh, rest periods. So in uh, simple language, basically, like when you cut your rest period in half, um, you would uh, get more tired from training. And this, like, this tiredness means that you are getting more stress out of the same workout. And it means uh, um, for uh, the body that uh, it just, like, release more growth hormone. But that's, uh, um, you know, again, it's not a mechanism causing muscle growth, but it's just simply correlated with muscle growth. Okay? So... You know, when, when we think about, um, um, you know, the metabolic fatigue and when we think, think about, all right, so that, that's for uh, the short period of time. And uh, what should we do in terms of uh, our load? Because when we do take rest uh, that are shorter than a minute, uh, I think me and you can agree that we cannot use like super heavy load. Right. So if we do a set of five with a weight that is appropriate for the five repetition range, then we should feel like we need at least two minutes of rest between sets. Now, I also can tell you that in my experience, like novice people, people who are at their first steps with the resistance training and strength training and training for muscle growth, they need less rest between sets. Uh, this is because they accumulate less fatigue because of their uh, um, muscle mass. And when you start your initial muscle mass, it's not as developed as uh, an intermediate or advanced athlete. So for this reason, like uh, novice people and uh, in most cases, female, they can take uh, less or shorter uh, rest periods. Um, but there is a point where shorting too, uh, resting too little uh, cut your repetition range and the following volume that you can accumulate in a session considerably because of the reason that we just mentioned. So, so keep in mind that uh, resting too little might reduce your volume. And in some research of uh, where they studied uh, five sets of 10 rep max, so a weight that you can only lift maximally for 10 reps on the first set, um, when they cut the rest period in half, they also did, uh, like the participant to the study, they managed to get 50% of uh, the performance they would get uh, on with the full recovery, okay? So just, just keep in mind that, that the main driver for muscle growth, uh, it's uh, progressive tension overload. Um, so sure, there are other mechanisms that we can achieve uh, muscle growth through, um, that are more uh, representative of the high rep range. So when you do like 20 to 30 reps, uh, and that would be called metabolic fatigue uh, or metabolic stress. And also muscle damage. Because when we train hard with heavy enough load and with a good eccentric portion, so when we stretch the muscle under load, then we create some muscle damage. And these are literally like micro 
tears in the muscle. Now, that uh, is shown to be a correlation more than a causation. So again, uh, uh, we don't need to create muscle muscle damage in order to see muscle growth. But when we train to build muscle, we are going to experience some soreness because of the muscle damage involved. Okay, so make sure that you don't go out there trying to damage yourself, trying to damage your muscle. But don't worry as well if you are uh, sometimes sore, sometimes uh, you wake up and you just feel your muscle and they are slightly sore. You don't want to be, as we talked about it already in a previous episode, you don't want to be so sore that you can't train anymore with your current training program. If it's the first week. It might be a pleasant consequence of just getting back into your training, but that's definitely not a prerequisite for muscle building. Okay, so when we talk about instead the longer period of time, we do need to take them in consideration for when we use the heavier load because you know that period of time is necessary, it should feel necessary in order to complete the second, third, and possibly the fourth or fifth so the point really of uh, reducing your uh, rest period um, doesn't seem to be so evident. And uh, sincerely, if you restrict the rest period for the purpose of increasing the metabolic fatigue, I just want you to remember that the main driver for muscle growth, it's not metabolic stress, it's not muscle damage, but it's uh, progressively overloading stimulus, tension. Okay, mechanical tension is the main driver for hypertrophy. And we should keep that in mind because if we have like three sets of 10 of a certain exercise and we are running out of time, then uh, if we think that by shortening the rest period, uh, we do the same amount of work because we still do three sets with that weight, um, but we do fewer repetitions, then we are wrong. Okay, because what matters is the exposure to the magnitude of the stimulus. So we need to take the number of sets, the number of reps, and the load used, and that would be the total volume of that, those three sets. Um, now, you can feel free to shorten the rest period, and that set would feel more difficult, but you're not getting more muscle out of it. You're just taking less time to do uh, still three sets with the same load, but you're doing less work. And it's going to feel more difficult because that you are not going to completely recover between sets. Um, and, and that is, I think, the most uh, um, important part when it comes to rest period, because I see too many people like taking the time and looking and, and going after 90 seconds. And there are certainly contexts where uh, it might be helpful to have like um, a specific rest period, uh, um, like strictly like at 90 seconds or two minutes or three minutes uh, if you if it's the case uh, of a person who is currently like under recovering or over recovering because it gets lost over instagram between sets um then you know it might be helpful to have a specific rest period but in in all the other cases uh, my personal recommendation for you if you're working out to build muscle it's rest as long as you need in order to complete another set following the rep ranges or uh, the progression scheme that you have planned for that workout, okay? In some cases, uh, because of many reasons, maybe you're not so as recovered, maybe you are in a calorie deficit, maybe you are at the eighth week of a training program, so the fatigue is accumulated and is high. Um, you know, there are contexts where you might feel like you need an extra 30 seconds, and those are days where I recommend that you do take them because there is 
especially when it comes to compound exercises, there is a risk, an injury risk involved when it's shorter the rest uh, period. Um, and uh, if it's a compound exercise that might make you, uh, that might make uh, keeping the same technique uh, like very difficult and it might, uh, you know, lead to compensations uh, and um, stress in areas that uh, we don't, we are not really trying to target, such as your lower back when you're doing a deadlift, for example. So that's for uh, the short uh, uh, rest period. Um, sorry, that's for the medium and long uh, rest period. But when it comes to the metabolic stress, I usually prescribe taking between 30 and 45 second rest. This is because uh, since we are not using a heavy load, but we are doing more repetitions um, and we are pushing a different sort of adaptation. So um, I, I'm, I'm going to recall uh, the episode where we talk about uh, um, the intensity and volume recommendation for muscle building. And uh, I just remind you that, you know, if, if you're planning to do any metabolic stress cycle, just keep it short, because actually this is one topic where uh, I change uh, mind over. I always thought that since you are using a light load, then that kind of cycle, it's much easier than a cycle where you're doing like five to 10 reps. But that's wrong because since you are using a short rest period, which is favorable for that kind of rep range, um, because you are pushing different adaptations, then is actually more fatiguing. What is the difference is that is actually easier on the joints because you're just using a lighter weight. So you can use a better technique, better range of motion. You have a better control of the exercise. The set, though, feels more difficult. You are doing the same amount of volume. If you calculate, uh, like, um, you know, doing three sets of 10 with 100, um, you know, that, that means uh, doing 30 repetitions with 100, okay? Or you can take 30 per 100, um, and uh, you can match the same volume using a rep range that is, like, 20 to 30 reps, Okay. Uh, if you do that, make sure that you shorten the rest uh, period um, as, uh, yeah, you won't need to re recover as much uh, if you really want to push uh, the uh, metabolic uh, adaptation in your body. Um, yeah, anything else about uh, rest period? So in general, we want to rest uh, anywhere between 60 to 90 seconds, um, 30 to 45 seconds for the metabolic stress. Um, those 60 to 90 seconds are far from strict, okay? So they are just broad recommendation that would help most of you. Um, I'm currently like, I think this is an area where uh, people are high. It's, it's highly individual uh, because I know that uh, some elite bodybuilders, they like to rest two to three minutes between sets and really push and focus on each set. And other bodybuilders who like to keep it at one minute because they really believe uh, in the accumulation of blood and cell swelling and the pump. So we, we don't want to have uh, like a, a huge um, detriment, a huge um, decrease in performance on the following sets. We want to maintain our performance and we want to increase our performance. So any metabolic cycle I think should be done and, and think about it. Like you might say if, if you're someone who like heavy weights, and you are suddenly proposed a metabolic stress cycle, you might think, oh, that's not going to help me building muscle. But hey, if you train yourself to take shorter rest period for three to four weeks, your ability to tolerate that kind of work increase. 
And you can translate that ability for the following cycle. So when you do start uh, a new training program, which has like eight to 15 reps, then you are in a position where you can recover faster and you are a little bit more fit in order to do it. Because you just spent like three to four weeks uh, training with shorter rest period, so your cardiovascular system works more, your uh, mitochondrial density is more, um, your uh, ability to just, uh, like, imagine you, you take uh, eight to 15 reps in the new program and you are given uh, a rest period of uh, one to two minutes. Suddenly that feels easy because you've been doing 30 to 45 seconds for, uh, for, for a month. So... Just don't think that, and, and this is the beauty of having a multiphasic approach to training too, not only to your nutrition, is that you don't have to stick to a rep range in order to make progress. You don't uh, have to stick uh, to uh, any rest period uh, in order to make progress. You can have cycles where you do metabolic stress, uh, where you do more hypertrophy work, uh, and cycles where you do more strength work. And it, it's uh, to me, it's always funny to divide it like with this name. It's just like light load, moderate load, and heavy load with longer rest period. Um, you know, there are, there are people who ask me, so Francesco, when is actually like resting less more helpful? Like, are there contexts where uh, it's helpful to do like, for example, a very heavy load, rest 30 seconds, do two more reps, rest 30 seconds, do two more reps, or anything like that. And yes, there are. These are a couple of advanced uh, uh, training strategies uh, that I'd like to share with you. But the number one, it's uh, the drop set. Yeah, the drop set is very helpful if you are running out of time. And this doesn't mean that, you know, you are doing it for the whole workout. Sometimes it happens to me to arrive at the last couple of exercises and just running out of time and thinking, oh, actually, I would like to do this because it's like a bicep curl and I'm actually trying to get bigger arms. I don't want to cut it short, but what else can I do? Well, a drop set is uh, actually very favor favorable because you can get uh, the same amount of volume, but in a considerable amount, uh, saving a considerable amount of time. So the drop set would be would mean taking a whole set to failure. So if your goal was to do three sets of 10 with 100, that's 30 reps with 100 kilos. Okay, so you can put 100 kilos and then uh, go to failure. Perhaps you get 12 reps. Then you take the load, you drop the load, and then you go to failure again. And then you drop the load, and then you go to failure again. And then you drop the load, and then you go to failure again. I recommend that you drop the load by 15, 20%. And given the fact that you've been, uh, you brought the first set to failure, then you are already engaging uh, all the muscle fibers. So all the muscle fibers are properly activated. Um, and when you use like a lighter load, you, you are close to failure. So even if uh, you are doing the lighter load for a first set, um, you know, that will feel like considerably more difficult because you are in a state of fatigue, okay? Um, now, as you can understand, like the drop set makes it very difficult to calculate the volume, but that doesn't mean that is a, a inefficient technique because you can still like monitor your performance from week to week and trying to improve on a set per set basis. So if you got, for example, 12 reps, and then 10 reps, and then 8 reps, and then 6, you can try to do just one more rep on each set. So that would be the first method. Um, there are some uh, difficulties in tracking volume, um, especially if you start doing such technique uh, like in the middle of a mesocycle. 
but this is something to keep in your toolbox uh, and to use whenever it can, it, it, the moment comes. Now, the second method that I want to share with you, it's uh, the REST POST set. Um, the REST POST set actually makes it easier to, um, to just calculate the volume because you don't change the load. So in the previous example, you can just do 30 repetition with 100 kilos in as little time as you need in order to complete it with the shorter um, amount of total sets. So with a uh, lower amount of total sets. So for example, if you're doing three sets of 10 with 100, it's 30 reps. So you can take 100 kilos and go to failure on that first set. Maybe you do 12 reps. You still have 18 to go, right? And you take, so if you want to go to 30 and you want to match the same volume uh, as uh, it was in your plan. So you now take 30 to 40 seconds you're gonna recover, you're gonna breathe deeply. You can even like turn your arms a little bit if it's like an upper body exercise or shake your legs if it's a lower body um, and then go at it again. Because you just took like 30 to 40 seconds, you won't be able to do 12 reps again. Maybe you do six, okay? So you are at 18 now. Again, repeat, you got 30 to 40 second rest, shake your arms and legs um, or both and then go at it again. But since you are super fatigued now, you can only do four reps. So you are at 22, you have eight to, eight to go. And then you go again until you match the volume goal for that set. So that would be very helpful. I use it many times because let's say that you're doing, again, the previous example, like a bicep curl. Um, you know, a bicep curl, you can just keep the same load, go to failure on that first set, calculate what was your previous performance of the previous week. Say that in the previous week you did three sets of 10 with 100, that's a simple example, your goal is to do more than 30 or at least match 30, okay? Now, compared to the drop set, it makes it much easier to calculate uh, the volume and uh, it saves time because, you know, to do three sets of 10 uh, with two minutes rest between sets, it would take you five minutes, but when you do a rest post set fashion, you probably get away with uh, two and a half minutes or uh, even shorter, okay? Because it's actually very quick. Um, the drop set is a little bit shorter. The rest pose set allows you to have more control on the total volume. All right, so the last uh, method that I'd like to share with you, it's called the APS, so the antagonistic paired set. And it's basically a method to just save time. So if you are, instead of doing what they are called strict sets, instead of going through the set per set and taking like minutes or two or three between sets, what you're going to do is you're going to pair antagonistic exercise. So an example of an antagonistic superset or paired set, it's when you do a bench press and a horizontal row. So basically you are targeting still an upper body musculature, but one is a pushing musculature. So the chest, the tricep and the delts. Um, and the other one, it's targeting the back or the pulling musculature. So more the rhomboids and the lats and the uh, posterior delt and the bicep, uh, um, and yeah, and the trapezius. So basically, since uh, 
in the first exercise, like you are not targeting the muscle that you're going to target in the second exercise, even if you take a shorter rest period, you can still, uh, you, you will still feel like your heart rate up and you're breathing heavily. You will still feel like some sort of fatigue after the first exercise, but you will still be able to get a good performance on the, fo- on the second exercise. So if you're doing like, and, and yeah, there are researches, Uh, that shows as well that this could be beneficial for muscle building per se. Um, I suspect that the mechanism behind that is that you actually are stretching um, the antagonistic muscle and this just like bring more blood flow to the area and makes it easier for your uh, neuromuscular system uh, to just connect and contract with that muscle more. I actually think that this is also a good feeling because think about like doing a... Um, I, I think the best example is doing like a cable bicep curl in superset with an overhead bicep curl. It's just like feels nice uh, because you can do the second exercise and you get even a better feeling of work. Um, but again, in, if I had to put my money on it, I don't think that this would be actually necessary. I think it's just like a, a good enough way to save time if you're running out of time at the end of a workout. And usually at the end of a workout is where you do more isolation kind of exercises. So by doing a bicep curl and a tricep extension, you actually get away pretty, yeah, pretty well. Um, and, and that would be a much better way to than, than doing, say... Uh, bicep curl then with the same load no change in load and just take 30 seconds and do still three sets um and and see the rep range going down such as like 10 6 5 that would be suboptimal compared to doing a drop set or a rest pose set or a uh, antagonistic paired set all right so hey let's do a little recap uh, and and final words uh, on uh, short uh, um, rest periods uh, for hypertrophy so if uh, you compare uh, like uh, taking two minutes uh, to uh, rest period uh, as short as 30 seconds in the end the rest period recommendation uh, are actually quite simple Uh, you are going to rest until you feel ready to perform at your best on the next set however if you happen to be hyperactive uh, when training or uh, you have a history like of uh, someone like you feel uh, like you are someone who need to feel like they're sweating a lot and their heart rate is up and you like to have this uh, accumulation of fatigue in your in your training you can lower your rest period uh, but it would actually be a good idea to ensure that you rest at least one and a half minutes between sets up to 2.5 minutes uh, if we are talking about compound lifts um, when when training of course in a straight uh, set fashion okay so in uh, in my experience even for the people who like shorter rest period it's still favorable not to go down uh, below one minute apart from any metabolic cycle which will be prescribed between 30 seconds and 45 seconds anyway um, because like that will ensure that uh, your uh, uh, central nervous system recovers uh, that uh, you can maintain performance uh, during your workouts and uh, you can ensure that you have a good balance between uh, challenge and muscle growth which is the main goal for people listening to this series and um, if we're talking instead uh, about uh, 
isolation exercises, it's good to keep in mind one to two minutes. If it's a compound exercise, especially for the lower body, but also for the upper body, um, keep in mind that it might be better to have two to three minutes rest because of uh, the higher number of uh, muscles involved. If you're running out of time, feel free to use some of the techniques that I listed, such as the antagonistic pair set, the drop set, or the rest pose sets, as these are also effective ways to build muscle in saving a considerably amount of time. However, like uh, these methods uh, are uh, not like exactly the same as doing straight sets because they will feel more difficult, they will feel more fatiguing, um, and uh, they will uh, present some uh, difficulties when it comes to tracking and uh, adjusting your training volume and intensity. All right, that's it for uh, this week's episode. From Coach Francesco is everything. And hey, if you want to apply for uh, coaching and uh, you are someone who feel like uh, doesn't have the right uh, training or uh, the, the right nutrition or the right balance between the two, so in a way that uh, you have a strategy aligned with your goals, um, or you struggle with consistency, with accountability, and with discipline, Fill the form in the show notes. Uh, as this will uh, be sort of a quiz uh, that will allow me to understand a little bit more about you and uh, if I can help. All right, that's it from uh, Coach Francesco today. Ciao, ciao.